0: Welcome, friends. Hello. Welcome back to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. Uh, Today is the finale episode of Metal Gear Solid. We're excited. This is the last episode. Uh, We're going to talk about our experiences with the end, and then at the end, give our overall opinions on this game, and if we would recommend it to you. I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and today I'm with Kai. Hello. And I'm with Ben.
1: Hello. The Squaw.
0: okay wow
2: starting (laughs) strong
1: (laughs) uh you're the hype man that's your that's your
0: there (laughs) we go we'll (laughs) see it was awkward because there was no hype after my school Uh, Ah, i'm sorry there you go uh some real life stuff it's been a hot second since we recorded uh and beat metal gear solid so and by a hot second he means a week it's been one week yeah yeah that's that's it (laughs) that's it that's all it's been um (laughs)
1: should we should we I was going to say, should we be honest and sort of, like, say, you know, for full transparency, like... Yeah, I explain I, what happened. <laughs> yeah, I was unable to to finish the game um, because, I yeah, <laughs> um, because I was emulating it. Yeah, that's it. Because I was emulating it, I couldn't work out how to swap discs within the emulator. I did try for a good week and a half, um, hence the delay of the recording. Yeah. Um, and so... I have watched a playthrough and I've kind of done my best to envision myself playing it. And I mean, I've played the game numerous times. Oh, so you played in terms it like a plot, thousand like, times so. right. Yeah, it, it was more for the sake of the mechanics and, and things like that.
0: That's good. Well, I'm glad you remember the plot because uh, <laughs> we don't. We do. Just There's just a lot that happens in this last I episode. Did,
1: yeah, I did, I did say to you guys, like it unravels very quickly.
0: And it's odd because it's like it's pretty consistent like throughout the game. Like it, it, the plot seems like it's going good, and there's some twists here and there, but the plot you know stays on on track pretty much. But right at this leg, they're just like pull the rug from underneath your feet, and they're like, "Oh, hey, everything you thought, nope, that's all wrong." Yep. And you're yeah. like, "Yeah, no. okay, sure, fine." Uh, in the last episode, we killed Sniper Wolf. R.I.P. Sniper Wolf. Yep. Um, and Broke now Otacon's heart. Yeah, Otacon is a shell of himself <laughs> now. Bro, <laughs> he doesn't seem so distraught in this now that <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, I'm over it. I want <laughs> someone new. Uh, and now we're making our way to the blast furnace and the cargo elevator. So there was a door that we can access that leads us into these areas. And then that's when the uh, change disc screen goes. So if you have a PlayStation 1 that you would actually swap to the second disc uh, on the PlayStation 1 Classic, it's just a simple press of the button. You press the change disc button and then you hit start. And then that's all you have to do. Uh, which is interesting. I I wonder why they had like like a designated button and it didn't just like flow to the next area. I wonder. I don't know like the technology behind that.
1: I did. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume it's something to do with. Well, because technically the PlayStation Classic is an emulator, right? Right. So I would assume it would be if I had managed to work out how to change discs, it would be something similar on the emula- on the emulator. Yeah. You know, there'd be like a a button I press and then select the disc I want and then mm. off we go what if
0: it just like pulls from like because maybe the files are split and it just grabs that second file
2: yeah well it's it, you all they did was they uploaded the two files that were located on the two separate disks mm-hmm. and so there has to be some way of switching so either they would have to bridge them together somehow which would require development or they just put a physical button that's like Load yeah, this like,
0: file because there's like the power button that's it's it's pretty i mean it's also, a like ps1 size button but the other button's like just as big and it's like it oh. may have been a decision to be like oh this is part of the experience of this game it's like
2: going to the mm. second disc and yeah they wanted to keep that in some you know way obviously not a disc but a button that you yeah. press
0: um you saw the so get i'm interested and in something.
2: how the actual system works where it can load your character and all of the things you've collected because like oh yeah like if you had a ps1 and you just put in the second disc what would happen it just wouldn't let you play like
1: yeah so basically what happens if you put the second disc in um, you go to start the game and immediately a screen comes up that says change to this one. Mm-hmm. Like it can tell so it from the save, the save file. Yeah. 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 It knows where you are
0: until you get to a certain spot. The second disc will activate.
1: Yeah. It's it's that, it's that cool. bit after, after sniper, sniper Wolf, when yeah. you run down the stairs um, and the screen goes black, Is that moment that it's after.
0: I know I didn't, uh, we had booted up the game for a playthrough. And if you've booted it up, like at this time or, or, you know, a little bit further if you haven't got to a checkpoint and saved it's it still has you do the put in the second disc screen every time and i thought kai like erased the game or something because it did like the metal gear like logo and then it started and i was like what did you do did you just yeah I, save just, I just
2: clicked buttons and i was very scared that i had <laughs> ruined something <laughs> there was there was a there was a second of panic but uh we made it to the
0: second to
2: the second
0: half so it's
2: or not really half. That's the other weird thing is that the second section, second disc is much shorter than the first, yes. so it's really just like an overflow section that they
0: couldn't fit on the first disc. Where it, where it lacks in, you know, length, it makes up with uh, just double the cutscene. Pure in, information. In, in information.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so basically what we are doing, the first part of what we're doing in this leg is we are making our way to Metal the Gear. control room yep. where Metal Gear is located to work out the trick to use the PAL keys to deactivate metal gear and stop the nuclear launch. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly the trip there is kind of uneventful. I thought like nothing yeah. really happens. You're just doing the standard sneaky, sneaky. Yeah, so Cool.
0: Exactly. Uh, in the beginning you are in like this blast furnace area and you're kind of on this elevated platform, uh, and you walk, walk across and there's kind of this wall that you have to shimmy across where below is just kind of like, this pool <laughs> of lava, uh oh there's, yes there's yeah. this crane that's moving back and forth and if the crane touches you and hits you then you fall into the lava which happened was a multitude of times before we figured out that you can duck which allows the this crane to go over you and then it allows you can stand up and shimmy across the wall to the other side uh something that i didn't know and while i was doing the notes reading the walkthrough is you can actually fire nikita missiles at the crane and it'll destroy the crane and they can just walk across uh Without any problems. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. We did not do no. that. No, we did. We did the
2: whole ducking thing. which uh, I, I did barely that. figured out you could duck. So I just <laughs> kept walking across. I'm like, what is happening? It just keep falling off. <laughs> and then I realized I was being hit by a piece of metal. I was like, oh, yeah, I should sense. figure out a way to, to circumvent this. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah, but now you can shoot Nikita missiles at it, and it will destroy the crane. The more you know. Oh. The, more, the you know. more you know. I love in the parentheses. We didn't do that. Yeah, because maybe we didn't do that. <laughs> Oh, after you get to the other side, there's a staircase. I believe there's just one guard in this area, and maybe a... a It's
2: filled with lava as well. Yeah, it's filled with
0: lava. There's some ammo down here as well, as stun grenades, and once you get to the bottom of the stairs, if you go around the corner, kind of near the lava, there's kind of this little strip, and there's rations there. Uh, You can get them... So dangerous. We couldn't... Every time we tried to get the rations, we fell into the lava. Yeah. This was,
2: I think, actually one of the only times during this game where mechanically it felt like frustrating, in a way, to move where you wanted to, because it's just kind of tucked into a little corner and there's yeah. just lava. You just walk a little bit too far, you just jump in the lava and die. Um, and yeah, time, okay.
0: Sad. Sad times.
1: Yeah, you gotta, like, weigh up. Like, you know, risk and reward, you know.
0: I guess I guess if you get close enough and you hold right, you, damn, 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 you, damn, you damn. can, like, uh, you push up against the wall, and I guess you can do that same shimmy method that way, mm. and then shimmy back, instead of just trying to run that direction, is what we were doing.
1: Fair enough. Mm. Okay. We, <laughs> we don't know not, what to that. say about that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, we didn't do that. Uh, so like you said, Ben, there's nothing really eventful in this area. You go to the next room. There's a uh, gun turret there to use traffic grenades to destroy it. And then there's a big, large cargo elevator. Uh, there's a couple, there's ammo in this room, and then there's some uh, C4, which you can't see. You can use thermal thermal goggles to see them. But as you're descending down this giant cargo elevator, these four genome Genome soldiers jump out and attack you. I was like, genome sounds weird. I feel like I'm saying that word wrong. No, you got got it. Um, Yeah,
1: it's it's similar to the lift situation in the communications tower where you're in this this area is much bigger than that right lift, i would say but... the,
0: the cargo elevator is significantly larger than <laughs> but it's the
1: same principle like right. you're running around and trying to kill them and
0: also yeah. these guys aren't invisible like the other guys have the invisible like gear on and stuff like that these ones do not
1: yeah these are just standard genome soldiers mm-hmm.
0: um yeah so you go down this this elevator and then it just leads to a, a second elevator that you go down um and as you're going down this second elevator, these crows will start flying around. You'll see these mm-hmm. crows flying towards you. I thought you had to shoot them. I spent a lot of time trying yep, to just shoot these crows. firing into the air, <laughs> trying to I'm kill sure,
1: you, I think you can. Once they land on the side of the cargo elevator, I think you can kill them.
0: I try. I, that's not what you're like, you don't need to kill them <laughs> to progress. Uh, with no, with, no, with no. the previous uh, cargo elevator, you do have to beat the four genome soldiers to continue. Like after you beat them, it'll hit the bottom. Um, but no, you don't have to kill the, the, the crows. crows, ravens, sorry. Mm. They're ravens very, very, very different. But on this lift, you get a call from Master Miller and he tells you the truth about Naomi Hunter. So the first thing that's strange is he asks you if your monitor is off and he's like, if not, turn it off. Cause I want this conversation to be secure. Why didn't we always do that? Like, why yeah. isn't it in our, like, no, why don't we I- always have like secure conversations with people? No idea.
1: Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I, was, I, was,
0: I was waiting for the explanation. I was like, here we go. Babe. Here we go. Got to defend it.
2: See, on a military subcode 7D, you have to have open lines of communication at
0: all
1: times. No, it is it is a weird question, because obviously we've been having these conversations where people have been coming in and out, and, you know, right. talking to Campbell, Mei Ling comes in. And so this is a Black Ops, like, mission to destroy a Black Ops war machine, you and we're not using six, secure the... lines.
0: Yeah, just,
2: just some kid that... with like a shortwave radio in like a, a Alaskan cabin just somewhere. The, the cast from
1: Stranger Things somewhere like it just... turns it on. Well, I mean that's how we you ended up. A nice with... rack, Naomi. And you're like, what am I
2: listening to?
1: That's how we ended up with Deep Throat. Um, uh, ah, yeah,
2: we, we are. Yep.
1: You know, so that's that's how he managed to get in because he he circumvented it, and we didn't have our monitor on.
0: Yeah, it's it's strange. Uh, but Master Miller will tell you that he was also used to be part of the FBI and Naomi's story and her background just doesn't, it doesn't line up. Uh, Naomi said that her grandfather was an assistant for Secretary Hoover in the FBI, but apparently that wasn't true because Edgar Hoover was a well-known racist (laughs) and there's no way that Naomi's father, who she said was Japanese, could have been part of that project.
1: And there was also... um she said that he was involved in the mafia stings in oh, new yes. york yeah, yeah. and the timing was wrong because it started in chicago um, yeah, and it, it was like a decade later
0: yeah it was in the it was in the 60s in chicago and it was in new york so something about naomi's story is not quite not quite lining up it's not lining up but yeah was but like, you know i'll look into it you keep doing yeah
1: yeah he's like going to probe his like fbi confidants and and find out what's happening
0: so after your conversation with Master Miller, you get to the bottom of this cargo elevator, and it's it's looking a little cold down here. There's like some chill on the doors. It's kind of looks like it's this, a big refrigerator. It's a big refrigerator. Uh, before <laughs> he tried to paint the scene, and just, <laughs> uh, it's a just big refrigerator. Cut it down. Imagine a big walk-in refrigerator. <laughs> I was trying to be you're, a front, you're, there. you're there. It's all it is. It's a big. It's a big like walk-in freezer. Uh, before you enter into this room, there's some items you can get. Uh, there's Nikita Missile ammo. There's some C4. I believe there's some rations right before you here too. But this is where you get to the fight with Vulcan Raven, the second boss fight with Vulcan Raven. He's no longer in a tank. He is his big boy self. He has his big Gatling gun with backpack attachment but is that like where his ammo is? Is that I like see, gasoline? I, I, it's, I, it's like this big like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say ammo. I'm going to go with ammo. But normal miniguns have like the strip or like the ammo that comes down, but he has like this big barrel on his back.
1: Yeah, it looks like he's ripped it off of a jet plane and cool. has like stuck this turbine on his back and has the minigun in his hand. <laughs> well, what I thought, I thought it was a flamethrower at first because he had the big canister on his back. Ooh. So I was like,
0: oh, he has, his thing is like a flamethrower. Maybe it'll like, there's this icy in here. Maybe like... Fire will have to do with this boss fight. No, it's just a, it's, no, it's just, just a blah blah. It's just a turret. It's a giant, giant gun.
1: gun. Uh, yeah. I but admittedly, this okay. So Psycho Mantis is my favorite fight because yeah. of the the mechanics of that fight. But I feel like this Vulcan Raven fight is probably my second favorite.
0: Yeah, I would at- say that. Uh, I would. Th- I think the Vulcan Raven fight was probably my favorite one. In this, because
1: game. you. So you're in this, like, room with these massive shipping containers, and the idea is that you're playing cat and mouse with Vulcan Raven. If he yeah. sees you, he will shoot you. And you can use all different types of weapons. You can use your C4s, your Claymores, your Nikita, anything that will allow you to attack him without you seeing him, like without right. him seeing you. I would but there s- are also... Oh, sorry, gun.
0: Yeah, I would say that the probably the easiest one is just Nikita missiles, because you can just kind of go it to the distance or away from him, and you can just control the Nikita missile to get him. Uh, if he does see the Nikita missile, because you can see his cone of vision, which is fairly larger than normal, like genome soldiers on the map, he will shoot the missile and your missile will explode. So you have to kind of circumvent that and try to get around him. Uh, I tried using C4, but the problem is the C4 will disappear when you put it down, and I stepped on my own C4 plenty of times. Oh, God, okay. <laughs>
1: Get a mind detected
0: Oh yeah, that's true. You could use the mind detector. Nikita, yeah, Nikita, I mean, Nikita missiles
1: are fine. <laughs> Nikita missiles are the way. Um, but the thing that I liked about this was the the really small parts. Like he will. The more the fight goes on, the angrier he gets. He like knock down like shipping
0: containers, like blocking. Yeah, they would like, be like two go.
1: stories high, and he knocks them down, and then they start to block your path. And mm-hmm. it was just a really nice use of a three D environment. Well, it kind um, of
0: reminded me of the boss fight with the Iron Knuckles in Legend of Zelda. You know yes, how yeah. this what also because when he when he'll break some of these containers, sometimes items will fall out, like ammo or rations and stuff like that. So it was similar to that fight where you are fighting the Iron Knuckle, where if he hits those pillars, then you can you can lure him towards the pillars to hit it and get hearts back.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I think one of the reasons that the same as the Iron Knuckle fight, one of the reasons I liked it so much is because it's nice to see. Developers actually obviously I mean nowadays it would happen all the time, but right. back in like back in ninety eight you know it rather than just being oh, we have a 3 d environment, it's See, like, okay, we have a 3 d environment, what are we going to do with it right
0: and I think the the psychomantis boss fight did that too, you know, because you're not only trying to attack psychomantis but you're being aware of your environment, like he's going to throw like the busts at you or the chairs, and you're also avoiding those things while trying to shoot him, so uh, that one does it a little bit, but I think the Falcon Raven boss fight definitely.
1: Does yeah, not yeah. better,
0: in my opinion. Um, but before this happens, you have kind of this conversation with Falcon Raven, and there's a lot of like spiritual, like conversations that are happening. He he talks to his ravens a lot. He said mm-hmm. ravens aren't scavengers like most people think, which ravens are totally scavengers, yeah, hundred percent scavengers.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's kind of playing into the idea that he is the the shaman yeah. of this of this group, and I believe there's also a part where one of the ravens marks snake for death and snake becomes like paralyzed which luckily doesn't come into play in the boss fight
0: yeah that doesn't make any he's a- he he said the ravens told him that snake was a true warrior and when that happens like this glowing bird comes up off of vulcan raven's forehead and then a raven lands on snake's shoulder and he's like oh, i can't move <laughs> it's like what's happening right now
1: yeah one of the other things i've just noticed i never i never noticed this actually which i don't know how i missed this but they were saying that, you know how you can equip rations and then yeah. similar in Zelda, once that you lose your health, it will boost your health back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this room, they actually become frozen. Mm-hmm. So you can't use them to auto heal. You have to physically open the menu and to use them.
0: Yeah, when I was reading through that, I didn't notice that too much in this. I, I don't think I used rations too often because pretty much I would just hang back and shoot Nikita missiles at Falcon Raven. I never, never really got close to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, reading through the walkthrough, I saw that, oh, like, that's kind of cool. You're in this, as Kai said, giant refrigerator, and because it's cold in there, your rations will freeze. So you can't use them to kind of auto-heal yourself after you die, which is pretty cool. It's another, like, good job for this Vulcan Raven boss fight.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah. And then um, we have what is probably the weirdest end boss cutscene of this game, because <laughs> the other bosses, well, you know, like, Revolver Ocelot didn't really have one, obviously, because he's arm got cut off. You know, Psychomantis had this like deep heart to heart, and we kind of felt sorry for him. Even Sniper Wolf, to some extent, you know, yeah, we didn't because really of her that upbringing. Like Raven, no, he's kind of against the wall, um, and he's just talking to Snake about how, you know, he will see him at some point, and then he gets eaten by ravens. Yeah, and, and like before disappears. that, he's like,
0: "I'll give you this hint," and he does explain to you that I mean, what we've already known at this oh, point. Yes, yeah, that yes, yeah, Decoy Octopus. Was the Darpa chief? The Darpa chief wasn't actually because we had suspicions, but I don't think there was any concrete like, confirmation. Confirmation in yeah. the narrative that that was the case. So he tells us that he gives us that hint: that decoy octopus was Darpa chief, and then he gets eaten by his ravens, mm-hmm. and yeah, all that's left he also... is his gun <laughs> on the ground, not
1: even bones. No, no. Um, he he, because he mentions that decoy octopus drains the blood of the people he wants to int like impersonate. Right, and that's how which is he why came. the corpse was was there. Mm-hmm
0: um he does give you at the level seven security card which you look perplexed what's your oh i'm not perplexed i just
2: want to mention we did not cover the amount of talking that this man does about just random stuff that makes no sense in the the beginning before the boss fight he brings up like
0: he's like oh snake do you know about the world eskimo indian olympics yeah and then about
2: (laughs) the ear pulling and i was just like what is happening are we about to pull this man's ear as a boss fight? Like, I'm just going to have to rapidly tap A. And, and uh, whole,
0: he'll say random things like, your ancestors were raised on the barren plains of Mongolia. The Inuit and the Japanese are cousins to each other. Which, no. Not how it works.
1: <laughs> yeah, he, um...
2: Your blood runs I, with the east. and You're just like, what? Blood from the
0: east runs they, through your veins. <laughs> Gross.
1: They, they tried to to kind of... Really lay down the spiritualism of Vulcan yeah. Raven. I think it falls a little bit flat, truth be told. Yeah. Well, it once you start getting into the
0: ear pulling contest, you're just like, "What the fuck's
1: happening?" Right? Yeah. It's like, I think what? I think Snake even makes a comment about that. He's
0: like, "Are we just gonna pull each other's ears and not kill each other?" <laughs> God, <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking brilliant. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so it, it and it's it's weird that you know we we've sp- spoken about this a little bit. Um, you know, obviously. This is another example of one of the terrorists helping us. not only has he yeah. given us a level seven key, but he's he gives confirmed this yeah confirmed the suspicion that we had um so and eventually obviously you do find out what that's about but also
2: a uh, wow. first twist of this session session uh we should have counter. told ravens weren't scavengers then uh goes and eats a dead person, so you know i've been lied to and i'm (laughs) upset that's not the twist i thought you were talking about but yes you're
0: right i gotta talk about like oh degoe octopus was was the darpa chief no
2: no 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 i knew that okay i was lied to about ravens and their ability to eat (laughs) dead flesh
0: (laughs) because he literally got mauled by his own ravens sad sad way way to go phoenix is reincarnated as one of his ravens now
1: no he's not oh okay
0: yeah that's how it works
1: um (laughs) He's just and gonna you, haunt
0: his gun forever. <laughs>
1: you enter the um, the hallway of sixty million guns. Jesus camera Yeah. So
0: now we're in this yeah. this underground base. Uh, Vulcan Raven had to give us the seven uh, level seven security card, so now we can enter this area. But it's kind of just this long hallway and room of just a thousand security guns. I mean, one chaff grenade does the trick. Like you can toss a chaff grenade, and they all like anything in that area will be mm-hmm. kind of flustered and you can get through but if you try to explore and you run out of shaft grenades or oh, it's real bad you're just nope yeah it's an extreme amount which i feel like they just hit copy paste a bunch of times <laughs> <laughs> the it seems that gun way turret. yeah, yeah. Like- well because when I we got to this area if you go left left is the direction you're supposed to go and that leads to another access door that continues to the bunker that metal gear is being held in but if you go right there's some like ammo and missile ammo and stuff like that and i had gone that way first not knowing which direction where to go but i'd also ran out of chaff grenades because there is some in the very beginning of this room but i used them all and once i got to that area i just got just destroyed by turrets oh lord God. i had i died and had to do it again there's also those little like trap doors through this hallway and there's like there's like a ration on one of them too so i i fell into that trick the whole no oh. mouse trap situation. These Rational ones are,
1: level. yeah, these ones are harder to see though. They yeah. are they're a bit more disguised than the other ones, mm-hmm. but doesn't make them any any uh, harder to fall into. Unfortunately,
0: especially when there's a beautiful, tantalizing ration on one of them, I'm like, oh sweet, <laughs> that looks that looks good. I need I need some rations, and I fall into a fucking trap door. So <laughs> that's the main villain of this game. Actually, it's just those goddamn <laughs> trap doors. <laughs> So then
1: you, yeah you see metal gear for the first time
0: you see it for like 0. 0.4 seconds because the <laughs> cutscene they show it off is so short you would think there'd be a little more build-up to this though <laughs> i remember i remember
2: like metal Ge- oh it's, it's <laughs> gone okay
0: uh, there it is yeah it's a it's a very short cutscene it's like this long hallway and then you get to it and then it kind of pans up to it and then it just like fades to black <laughs> and you're like oh you're back again mm-hmm. which is
1: and then you, yeah, you make your way up these multiple ladders mm-hmm. to the top of the place to get to to the control room. And o- Ocon becomes this, like, super needy boyfriend who yeah, insists you, like, on every, calling you every, like, every five minutes. Seconds, yeah Oh, my God. He calls you. He's like, so he calls to explain that he's um, hacking into Baker's files to try and understand the secrets using a PAL key because as far as they know, there is three that you need, but Snake only has one. Mm-hmm. And he will call you up and just talk about shit that he finds in Baker's file that is honestly quite irrelevant. And every really single is. time Snake will be like, any update? And he's like, oh no, no, I'm still working on it. He's like, and snake, I think snake. he does call he's about like, four yes. times. Like,
0: How you doing, man? How, how's, it going? <laughs> how's it going?
1: But eventually he explains that um... Oh no! Sorry, you get to you get to the cutscene, don't you? In the yeah. actual but, control room.
0: Yeah, but before that, before we even like hear the conversations with and stuff, you get a call from Master Miller. Yeah. Master Miller giving you a little more information on Naomi. They and they bring the Colonel into this conversation because before it was just Master Miller and Snake, and now they're bringing the Colonel in and they're saying, "Hey, Naomi, well, I actually think." Might... I...
1: Is that not no, I was gonna it? say, doesn't the Colonel, um, Master Miller's like it's about Naomi, turn your monitor off. And then Campbell's like, what's that about Naomi? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, Before, before he didn't even like get a chance <laughs> to turn just, it off. Just
2: waiting. Just waiting by the, the
0: comms length. He's like... He has nothing better to do. He's just sitting on there waiting. What was her. that
2: about Naomi?
3: <laughs> Whoa! Jeez.
0: Yeah, they, they tell him that they they believe that Naomi's a spy because story, her story doesn't really check out. Uh And it turns out that there was a Dr. Naomi Hunter, mm-hmm. but apparently it's not the woman that we've been talking to. Nope. She
2: disappeared in the Middle East with the plot of this game.
1: It's gone. (laughs) So yeah, Master Miller is is hinting (laughs) to this idea that the Naomi Hunter we know has stolen the identity of this, Mm -hmm. of this woman and is impersonating her for unknown reasons.
0: Right. Miller also tells the Colonel to place Naomi under arrest and begin to interrogate her to see if she has any information because they don't know, uh, uh, Master Miller says, like, oh, she could be working for the terrorists, or maybe a different group altogether. <laughs> the terrorists. And so they panic, and they're like, okay, we gotta put Naomi under arrest, because mm-hmm. she bad.
2: And then at some point, we get a call from Naomi again, even though she's
0: supposedly under arrest. I don't know how that works, but, you know. Not important. Not important.
2: Plot. None <laughs> of that's
0: important. Uh, Yeah, so like Ben, you said, you after that, you begin to, to scale Metal Gear, and all the while, you get random conversations from Otacon trying to establish connections with us, because he's lonely and sad.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: We did kill his only love. Yeah, going to He's, I was
0: gonna
3: say. he's, he's, he's
2: <laughs>
0: very needy. He should have just taken one of her wolves. He could have like been a furry and just like gross. Okay, <laughs> continuing on. Continue. Uh, we get to the top of the uh, of of Metal Gear. This area, and and we overhear a conversation with Ocelot and Liquid Snake. They're they're in the kind of control room of this yeah. area. Um, and there's a, there's a lot that they talk Doing about. Doing the
2: classic bad guy, uh, talking expositional
1: out talking out loud about the plan.
0: Which,
2: you yeah,
1: know, the, that's always... They twist. talk about a lot, but to to boil it down, they are essentially discussing what target they're going to target with the nuke. Right. Um, And so they're debating, I think they settle on China. China, yeah.
0: yeah. They, they, they were going to do Russia, and then...
1: <laughs> which doesn't make sense, because... Ocelot
0: loves the motherland. Right. Well, that's what he was saying. He's, uh, uh, his excuse, Ligot's like, excuse was like, no, don't worry. I don't want to drop a nuke on Ocelot's motherland of Russia. It's like, is that really? That was a valid excuse. <laughs> um, but he does, uh, he does allude to that there's a nuclear site in China. And if we send a nuke there, then it's easier to conceal that from the public because it was already a nuclear site. Mm-hmm. That's, they could just like, it's, like play it off as an accident or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So rather than like having to, so basically the idea is that with that, the U S government can come to the negotiation table without having to acknowledge the existence of metal gear X. Right. Um, But all the time this is happening, there is a camera directly pointing at solid snake. Yes. And Ocelot is looking at this camera and I don't know how snake didn't see this. Um, but he's hey, not hidden very well. His like shoulders, like he's like a little too like little wide. Literally the world's worst. And his spot. shoulder is like, like you can see his shoulder from like the <laughs> doorway and like
0: dude, you're not a, you're not very good at hiding.
1: Yeah, doing? and then I think towards the oh so during this, Otacon calls and explains that he's found the trick to the power code and that the key is made of. I believe he calls it like a a memory alloy. It's like
0: membrane memory alloy or something like that. Yeah. But
1: basically the idea is that it will change with temperature. Mm-hmm. Um Which
0: is a legitimate thing. That really a- does exist. Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, no, this is your this is this is your science section of Playbook podcast.
2: Yeah. Uh certain blends of I believe it's titanium and aluminum when you apply heat they will uh return to their original like memory. Mm. So, there
0: is science here.
3: There you go. Uh, okay. Well.
0: Um but during that conversation with uh, Ocelot and Liquid, they also talk about um, their demands for, for they're trying to have the present given to their demands, which is Big Boss's DNA and one billion dollars, mm-hmm, apparently. Mm-hmm. Because of course, well, and they're, they're going nice to use that money to number. cure the genome Soldier mutation, is what they were saying.
1: Which, yes, wild. <laughs>
0: this is also the first time we hear about the about Foxdie mm-hmm. and the Foxdie mm-hmm, vaccine. Mm-hmm. Although we don't know what it is. Right. It's just part of their demand. They also want the fox dive vaccine, but we, we don't know what that is so far. But apparently it also killed Octopus and the arms tech. But yeah, Kenneth Baker, Yeah, but not sniper wolf because I, she was like taking pills or something. And that's why she was unaffected. So what they were saying. Yeah,
2: it's, she, she apparently she was on some some form of anti anxiety medication that caused her <laughs> yeah. to not be affected.
1: I, I think what they're what they're alluding to is that basically they don't know why she wasn't affected, and right. one of them throws out the idea that the diazepam she was taking is the reason that right. she was unaffected. I'm not sure a muscle relaxant would stop you. <laughs> From die into what we find out, Foxdie is later on. Yeah, um, yeah but um,
0: we also yeah. find out that Liquid is trying to continue the the dreams of Big Boss because he calls this new facility. He calls it Outer Haven. Outer Heaven, which I believe was the original like location. Um, where, like, so so
1: yeah, so it's the <sighs> right. So so Zanzibar <laughs> was Metal Gear. Right, that's where Gray Fox was killed. Right, or quote unquote killed. And then after the events of Zanzibar, Big Boss relocated and created a place called Outer Heaven. The whole point of Big Boss's dream was that he basically wanted a mercenary army. He wanted people who could fight and be in war without being tied to a government. Um, And so Outer Heaven was supposed to be a safeguard for this mercenary army so that these people could come together and they could fight and do war and do the things that they say they enjoy. Without being tied war. to the government, <laughs> well, it it kind of plays into that whole idea of right. like you know they're they're no they're only soldiers they have no life outside of war.
0: Well, I mean that's that's like from what we know so far as Snake like he that's his job he lives and breathes doing these kind of missions and yeah. fighting in war and apparently doesn't have any life outside of that. That's the, no that's that
3: not true. Whoa
1: whoa 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 that's not true. He is a musher, sir. Oh, I sorry. was just about to say he mushes like husky dogs. Right? Yeah. That is a
2: very normal human being thing to do. He fought them. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) he did.
0: In war.
1: Um, He done like a princess Mononoki, like he rides them into into battle. uh,
2: Also, I think there's a huge missed opportunity with the ending of this game, dealing specifically with mushing dogs, but we'll get into
0: that. That's (laughs) that's one of my greatest letdowns. Um, So yeah, after that conversation, you do get a call from Otacon explaining the whole Palki situation, and now what you have to do is they don't tell you exactly, but they're like you need to find a cold area to get the key to change into this form, and you need to find a warm area to turn the key into its other form. And then there's a third form, which is just its room base. temperature. Room temperature.
2: Um, three laptops on a desk, which seems like the <laughs> least secure way of uh, you know arming or disarming a nuclear weapon. Uh,
3: yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: it's wild. Um, so now we mean we've been to a cold place into a hot place we have to go and make our way back to those places and and change the keys form Mm -hmm. Um, something that we talked about which is in the gamecube remake of this the twin snakes instead of having you travel back throughout this entire level there's actually two vents in this room one that blows out hot and one that blows out cold if you stand next to them it changes the key and you don't even have to leave the room at all Which going back isn't that tedious. No, that's that's why I was telling Ben. I was like, actually, like doing it wasn't that bad. It didn't take. It wasn't as bad
1: as I remembered.
0: No, but having it where there's just it's accessible in that room, Mm -hmm. it cuts out a lot of that backtracking.
2: Yeah, you do have to keep climbing over the top of Metal
0: Gear, which I would say that's probably the most annoying part because after you climb, like, there's probably two. Ladders going up and then you have to do one going down to get to the other side of Metal Gear where the uh, control room is. But there's like a, a not a cutscene but like the screen blacks out and then comes back in every single time you go up one of these ladders. Yeah. So I would say that's probably the most frustrating part. It slows down but other than that. And I wasn't sure like because the whole time we were doing this I was under the impression that like okay we have to go get these keys to these temperatures. But then we have to hurry back because I was if you take too long then the key would go back to room temperature. I don't know if that was true, but that's that's the impression that I was under.
1: I think you have to take a fairly long time, but it okay. does it, it does, does eventually go back. Because I know that if you, I've done it before, like back when I was a kid. Um, mm. Like if you if you freeze it and then go through to the blast furnace. It will it change will... to hot, and then okay, that makes sense. We missed a, a key
2: part of this, which is where the key gets shot out of your hand oh, and so... yeah, then just eaten say, by a yeah. rat, and you have to go into the sewer. I don't know how we forgot about that. <laughs> so the ocelot and liquid liquid snake are standing there talking about their world taking over plans, and they obviously know that you're there, and then you have the key out for some reason. At the end of this conversation, and then Ocelot shoots the key out out of of, out of your hand, and it falls three stories down into the sewer, which then you have to use thermal goggles to see. But there's also other stuff down there as well, and they're all just kind of like these red-ish blocks. Yeah, and then Mm -hmm. uh, the key card has actually been swallowed by a by a rat. Well, because sewer rat. If you die, it runs
0: around. If you die the key card's in a different location. Yeah. So the whole theory was that it was eaten by a rat. No, but it'll, said, it'll tell you, too. We just didn't, we yeah. did it so quickly that it never got to that yeah, point. Yeah, I was just
1: like, Master Miller does call. Yeah. And he's like, a rat ate it.
0: It's like a rat ain't the pal key. <laughs> It's like what? I mean, he's the rat expert around here, so clearly
2: kind of yeah. trust his decision. Uh, and then you can take the pal key back up to that room, which is now unlocked, but Ocelot and Liquid are gone, right. and you can put it yeah. in the room temperature slot, and then you go do the other two, right? Which right. yeah, because surreal.
1: Yeah, when Ocelot shoots, because he sees obviously he knows snakes there because of the camera, but he sees the shoulder popping out from the door, and he shoots at it, and that kind of triggers an alert, and obviously it shoots the hat shoots the key out of snake's hand so you have to go through these soldiers to go all the way down to get the key come back all the way up do the room temperature and then you have to do them in a specific order i believe you have to do room cold and then hot or is it hot and then cold i don't know there's a specific order we 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 did did it we did it it right
0: so because (laughs) i mean the cold area is clearly the closest in proximity to the control center and then the the furnaces farther away so that's just when you're in that room you can automatically like we did the room temperature one because we were there Mm -hmm. and then we just did them in order of how close they were yeah so we did room temperature cold and then hot yeah i don't know if you if you passed the cold and heated up the key and then went back and then you did the cold first if that would make any difference i'm not actually sure no idea that's not the order that we Uh, did it but
2: when you get to the elevator you get a call from our boy from master miller master miller calls he tells you that
0: he actually has a friend in the pentagon He's got friends in all the places. Yeah, friends in high places, and he said that they were were making a new assassination weapon called Foxdie, which is this virus that targets certain individuals depending on their genetic code. And they're insinuating that Naomi and who do we know that that, that likes genes <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: that Naomi could have been behind this these Foxdie attacks, which simulate heart attacks. Uh, and then the colonel comes on and says that Naomi is the, that she placed Naomi under arrest and that she's currently being interrogated. And then
2: we get a call from Naomi. <laughs> How? Someone explained to me, since we were just told she was being interrogated and she's under arrest, but she still has her comm link activated that she can call us.
0: Yeah. So on the way back down from the furnace, you get a call from Naomi and she kind of explains this whole reasoning behind everything that she's done, which is a lot. So she explains that obviously she's not Naomi Hunter, that she doesn't know her real name or what her parents even look like, which is a weird detail to include.
2: <laughs> she said, um, "I don't know. N- no one. You would say I don't know my parents, but saying <laughs> I don't know what my parents look like.
1: Oh, okay. And in, in the, the yeah. wording, yeah, the wording I <laughs> say, it does foreshadow like, something. Parents. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, right.
2: you can say you don't know
1: your parents, but
2: I don't know what my parents look like. Like."
1: She's, like i know that i know they're called dave and jenna but i don't know which, long which is, is, she brunette? is she? which is
2: not the most surprising part of this conversation right. the most surprising <laughs> part of this conversation was that she was found in zimbabwe which is fine you she was can, found she was found in rhodesia which is current day zimbabwe doesn't matter that's not that's not the the problem uh there's a line in here where she says this is where i get my skin color from and she is the whitest looking person on the planet <laughs> she looks like a white mom and i'm like what what skin color from where from where?
0: Yeah. This is this is our way back from the uh like the furnace and all the way down from the cargo elevator you get a call from Naomi. Uh more importantly, she tells you that her brother, which she has referenced before, is actually Frank Yeager Grey Fox. Greyface. Mm-hmm. Another another massive plot twist. And then Grey Fox picked her up in Zimbabwe, where they were they first met, apparently. Mm-hmm. And that Naomi's true intentions were to get revenge from her brother, essentially dying, and to kill Snake. That yeah, was her intentions was her. all along.
1: Yes, yeah she she blamed Snake for for the death of her brother, which I mean, uh, I guess is understandable because Snake did technically yeah. kill her brother. Okay, you know, still alive. yeah, like it wasn't. Don't be wrong; it wasn't murder, but you know. Yeah. It was on a battlefield. He was Maybe. responsible
0: for it. Yeah. Um, and we also find out that Snake was injected with fox dye as yeah. a part of this operation.
1: Yes, and it was actually ordered by the Pentagon.
0: Yeah, the part of the plan was to inject Snake with this bad juice. Bad
1: juice. Yeah, so what bad she juice. what she explains is that if i remember correctly it is this conversation where she's talking about how the plan was to inject snake with the fox dye because that would kill him as revenge for her brother's death but would also mm. kill the terrorists when they came into contact with it and was Correct, essentially yeah. the pentagon's plan to begin the process of yeah. wiping you know this this metal gear rex project from existence and acting like it never happened
0: right. Yeah, and we learn more about that in the, these these cutscenes going forward. Um, but you eventually make your way back to the control room with the last key, the, the hot furnace key. It's hot. And the <laughs> hot furnace key. And then you find out that that actually activated Metal Gear. So we learned before that if Metal Gear is off, we were played using the PAL keys, we'll turn it on. Mm-hmm. But if Metal Gear's on, it will deactivate Yes. So we were told this whole time that they had activated Metal Gear and it was ready to go. And we're going to use the PAL keys to deactivate it. But really, Metal Gear was never activated in the first place. And we... Ocelot and Liquid couldn't activate it because they didn't have
2: the key right. and they
0: didn't know Essentially, how to it. yeah, they, they accidentally killed the DARPA chief. They conned us. And they couldn't get the the codes out of Baker. So they were panicking on how they were going to do this. And they ultimately came to, let's trick Snake and use Snake to ultimately turn on Metal Here and Activate. Which is it. why they were pushing us forward the whole time. Mm-hmm. They were giving us the keys and that's why they Old were bringing us forward because they bastards. needed us to turn on
1: Metal Yeah, so this is this is the you know, the quote unquote big plot twist. Um and really? kind of answers the reason of, you know, why the DARPA chief or Dekai Octopus was was so aggressive with his questioning, you know, he was like, is there another way to turn it off? Is there, you know, asking all these questions. Right um and why the terrorists have been pushing us in this direction why obviously we knew about baker having the the mind protection stuff so yeah this is what you realize um that they they were never able to launch the nuke and now we have given them access to metal gear
0: and and you find all this information out because as you activate metal gear you get a call from master miller and he's he's telling you all these things and he's explaining that that the whole Pentagon thing and everything. And then you find out that master Miller was, has been dead. Colonel t- chimes in chimes in, not times in chimes in and says that master Miller has been dead for like three days. And that's not master Miller. We find out that master Miller was actually liquid snake mm-hmm. disguising <laughs> another, as another, another twist, <laughs> another twist within twists. It's interesting because I mean, it, obviously the visual cues are for us, but if you think about it, when those like conversation green screen things come up, they're just, Snake's just listening. But in the little screen that shows uh, Master Miller, he, like takes off his sunglasses and like pulls his like man bun out or something, and he's like, <laughs> "I'm liquid," and Snake's like,
2: "What?"
0: <laughs> what? It's like, bro, so I can't, I can't about?
1: see you. There isn't a screen. I
2: can't actually see you. You can hear the ruffling of a man bun miles away. <laughs> and this is, uh, this
1: is a really, yeah. really nice feature because I don't know if you guys came across this, um, but there are very, very, very subtle hints to this throughout the game. So, any scene Good where time. Liquid is involved, if you try to call Master Miller, you'll get no response from the codec. So, when you was fighting the Hind D on the top of the roof, you can't call Master Miller because he doesn't pick up. Because, obviously, he can't Liquid can't don the disguise of Master Miller while he's flying the Hind D. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture like put him like his glasses are always his hair's not up. It's like just a helicopter that- in the background. Just <laughs> <laughs> just like, is that helicopter? In the yeah. Don't <laughs> yeah. worry. What you want? Dropped his ray Band aviators somewhere, and he just he's <laughs> like yeah. the disguise isn't complete.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, someone else. That that's that's interesting though. I, I mean, because usually you call Master Miller you know he provides you with information on kind of what you're doing in the surroundings and stuff like that so i i mean if you were stuck in the Hind D fight or whatever and you called colonel and you were trying to find out you're just calling everybody And you called master miller no one an answered that's interesting
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's i don't think we ever we called were, master miller we were directly. really
0: bad at calling people to yeah,
1: be honest we no i'm sorry you was talking
0: no, I would say, was saying, that was it. We were bad at calling people, <laughs> and we only really had those conversations when it was prompted to, like, yeah. oh, you're getting a call from somebody.
1: Yeah, I mean, realistically, as as horrible as it sounds, there are only four people in this game you need to call, and that's the 140.85 for either Campbell or Naomi, Uh Mailing, Otacon, and Merrill. They're, like, the only four people. Yeah. Like, they have Natasha, and they have these, like, flavor characters to kind of, you know, bulk out this mission, but realistically like natasha just talks to you about you know how nuclear waste is a bad thing like okay natasha we we all know like you know it's-
0: i'm surprised with all of these plot twists that mei ling got out of here scot-free without any weird shit happening to her
1: yeah yeah mei Lin, she kind of got dragged into this mess actually bless her
0: she pulls off a mask and she's just like
1: <laughs> some scooby-doo shit the
0: terrible
2: uh freaking catchphrases and metaphors uh, she's the real enemy of this game uh, she
1: she has a <laughs> for metaphor me. for everything chinese oh, russian like, it uh... does not matter
2: my favorite one, personally, was something about a melon patch and some flip flops. Oh, like the flip
0: flops! You don't wear you don't wear your flip flops through a melon patch or she's something. Like you
2: know, you don't wear your me- your flip flops through the melon patch, and you're like, what? <laughs> There's no, no yeah, way this her, is a real
1: expression. I mean, I know you talk about it before, but like her accent is so weird when you really think about it. It's it like is. a oh, it's, so it's like strange. you know how I don't know if you guys have it in the states, but like in the UK, all of the news reporters on like the BBC and stuff. They have to go through, like, elocution lessons, so they get rid of their accent, and they speak in, like, a... That's so so that they, you, you won't... Local news channels will, but, like, the big channels, they don't really have accents, mm. per se. Like, especially not on the BBC. They go through these elocution cases, like, lessons, where they lose their accent. And it's almost like that's what happened with Mei Ling. Like, they couldn't find an Asian voice actress. So they were like, do you know what? Let's put somebody in there and, like, just put a tang... Just put a tang of, like... <laughs> <laughs> just just." Some no like don't, not specifically just the far east in general just a far <laughs> eastern <laughs> accent
0: something it's it's also like the fact that she's always like spouting like chinese proverbs and stuff like that <laughs> she's you're like, like, oh, okay all right we get it i understand um look i just want to save all yeah. right <laughs> but after after you find out that i just want to save <laughs> <say that. laughs> after you find out that Matt miller is liquid snake He says, Come and find me. I am close by. And you leave the control center and you see him standing next to Metal Gear, which there was a giant window in the control. You couldn't see him standing right, uh, like his cell phone. You couldn't
3: see him standing right? (laughs) No, because he he takes the knee. He
0: does that position that Snake does. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was out of view. With his whole, like, Master Miller costume. Yeah. He's like on the phone with Master Miller. He's like, Is that you? (laughs) Standing next to Metal Gear. He has one of the four missing cloaking devices. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um yeah, but Liquid is now shirtless, by the way. No shirt. As as all good villains. I was right. literally just and about he, to say. <laughs> he essentially explains what we just talked about. He tells you that he says, Oh, Snake's just blindly going with orders like he normally does. Gorgeous pawn in the Pentagon's plan, that it was you were just used to spread Fox die to the rest of Foxhound so the Pentagon can retrieve Metal Gear safely or intact
1: rather. which yeah. uh sorry just on a side note yeah. normally i wouldn't promote the ramblings of a madman but he is very much right yeah yeah, it yeah really he's, is he's a smart boy like, he knows what everything on, he says well, sort of. yeah. is 100% true snake was just a pawn to get back metal gear rex you know with as many terrorists eliminated as possible and to keep it as covert as possible
2: Right. Well, he was sort of wrong about one thing because he was like, "If you don't die from Fox, die, I'm safe," which we'll get into. Oh but yes, yes. Turns,
0: <laughs> turns- well, Yeah, he, and he alludes to this a little bit because he says that we I mean, remember that Naomi had changed a part of Fox die before it was like sent out or something like that, yeah. or before it was put into Snake, and that possibly the reason why they're interrogating her and they arrested her. Is because they wanted to know what she did to Foxdie before it was sent. Yeah. I, I imagine put in this. Yeah, speech. so... Uh, and, and, and we've...
1: Yeah, no, I was it. just going to say, because we, we never actually explained Fox Die properly. Um, and truth be told, I don't nice. know if I can. So... Well, she goes into very specific scientific definitions of
0: this. So if you go watch the, <laughs> that cutscene... I mean, so it I, 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 I
1: watched the cutscene, and what I understand... I mean, you guys might correct me if I'm wrong, but my my understanding of it was is essentially it is a virus that is somehow programmed to to attack specific DNA structures. And so the idea is that you can quote unquote program it to attack a certain group of people um, and then it will spread that way. So by snake being in contact with people, similar to how like a normal cold is spread by talking near them, they right. would become infected with this Fox die virus and essentially die. And this right. is one of the reasons why liquid wanted the vaccine because, you know, him and revolver Ocelot have come into contact as well as the genome soldiers, I guess, you know, just by snake being in the base. Right. Um, I don't know how you program viruses to attack genetic code. I'm, I'm not.
0: Sounds terrifying by the way.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a virus expert. Okay, like I have a bit of science knowledge. What's, what's but, the name for someone that studies viruses? Uh,
0: virologist. No, that's not true.
1: I mean,
2: epidemiologists study the epidemi- effect, of, effect of, of viruses and yeah, like, something like
1: that. I guess yeah, epidemics on yeah.
2: on humanity. But like what she's doing, she would work in the study of genes.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. And this is a this is a theme that comes up again in Metal Gear because in Metal Gear Solid Five you have these parasites that attack. People with certain vocal cords, so you have like an English strand of a, of a virus. <laughs> yeah, so the, the whole point is like that's the reason why Quiet doesn't talk because she's been ah. exposed to the English strain of this parasite. So if she talks, and then it, it's weird. There's this whole thing where like if you speak Russian, you can't catch the English strain, but you can catch the Russian, and like it's 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 strange. But this whole idea of like and mailing never dies. No. <laughs> this <laughs> this idea of like targeted viruses or. Like you know, parasites yeah, is strange. is a is a fin in in the Metal Gear franchise. But, but
2: also, what's confusing is I know a little bit about viruses. And viruses usually attack cells, not DNA. And DNA is much smaller than cells. So I don't know how virus is like
1: targeting DNA.
0: That seems complicated yeah. So and
1: not, yeah. I mean, okay, this is not gaming related at all. She does but, go
0: into like she's like talks about macrophages <laughs> and she talks about like traveling to the heart and seeing, yeah, like, so, heart attacks. So basically.
1: Yeah. From what I remember of my A-level biology, the way <laughs> the way in which viruses work is that they basically pierce the membrane of a cell and then insert themselves into the cell. So that would be... Without consent. Yes. Yeah, there is no consent, unfortunately. Um, Great. I guess that would be how they're attacking the DNA, is if they break the membrane of yeah. the cell and get into... Because obviously the DNA is inside the membrane. So... Yeah, uh, is in the nucleus of the cell. So if they can get through the membrane to the nucleus, they could attack the DNA. I don't... Like, I guess. I mean, Theori-
2: none- theoretically, we both have mRNA vaccines that are built on the same kind of principle That's of true. altering, yeah. Yeah. you know, your genetic strand to be able to fight uh, a virus. Just stuff. a disclaimer that none of
0: us are scientists. So
2: Excuse me? Our- I have a degree in science. That should count for something. Well, what kind of science? Environmental science. <laughs> Why does that matter? It doesn't
1: you bastard <laughs> just wanted to riff <laughs> on you man
2: yeah, yeah I just wanted to give you shit just, just next week we're not gonna revoke my
1: science card. we're not gonna hear from jared next week he's just gonna mysteriously yeah, it'll just, disappear it'll just, it'll
0: just, it'll just be Kai. all right jared graphic said, designer okay you get one art degree <laughs> and everyone doesn't let you live it down <laughs> um, uh, but after this yeah so the game after this this conversation with liquid snake well,
2: hold problems. on. There's more that happens because you finally get confirmation that you're actually related. There's a
1: font terrible. Because
2: yes, oh. the terrible children. Because before Liquid Snake is just being like, "Yo, you're my brother. You're my brother," and we're like, "What are you talking about, you yeah. crazy person?" But we learned that we are an experiment to get yeah. all of the good genetics of Big Boss into a person, which is us, and all of the recessive genes Went into liquid are snake. Liquid Snake. Mm-hmm. Which is very weird, because I feel like... Yeah,
1: so this is is strange. So the idea is essentially that... The idea is that, basically, Big Boss was in a coma at some point um, after battle injuries, and the US government decided to extract some of his DNA and then use it to create, like, test tube babies that would grow in to become the perfect soldier. Um, and this is yeah. the genome soldiers are an extension of this, okay. um, because right. what they've done is they've taken what were classified as the soldier genes that are in Solid Snake and have been injected into the genome soldiers to give them hot. Oh god, pardon me, to give them heightened abilities, like sense of sight and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do want to say that just because a gene is recessive doesn't mean it's a bad gene. <laughs> yes like correct like <laughs> brown hair is a recessive gene right. or blonde hair I forget one of them is a recessive gene that's not a bad thing you know so this, this idea that liquid snake has the recessive genes and he's somehow inferior even though he has the same really want, like, code name as them <laughs>
2: yeah I really want liquid snake to just be like a really fat like short person <laughs> he just, he just, <laughs>
1: he like just four from endgame
2: <laughs> There's the reason that I have all these genes
1: with no teeth. Yeah, keys. I know.
0: He's just like the, the same physique as Snake and he's, I mean, he's a good right. looking guy. He's, uh, he's probably better looking he... than
1: fucking Solid Snake, let's be honest here. Like, know, yeah. Snake doesn't even
0: have any eyes. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
1: Liquid's <laughs> just, ripped and he's just, got long blonde hair. Like He has
2: a nice uh, tattoo on his Liquid shoulder. also believes that the Genome soldiers are his relatives which is why he's fighting to save them from the inevitable death of Fox Dye, which was a lot to take in.
1: Yeah, I don't like, know if... These are- I don't know if injecting yeah. somebody with the DNA makes them your sibling, but. Obsessive also
2: siblings. isn't bad, but apparently Liquid <laughs> Snake isn't into reading, so he's really just going off of. He's,
0: he's playing free jazz with his emotions right now. <laughs> They're my brothers! Yeah. Uh, Liquid Snake then and dives into Metal Gear, of activates.
2: Course. I it. think he backflips into Metal yeah. Gear. So it's something yeah, something like that.
0: Classic supervillain entrance,
2: and somehow and he has prompt. the
1: recessive genes. Like, okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's we can't we can't backflip. Exactly, that's a recessive gene. Uh, uh He also has that cilantro thing where it tastes
1: like soap. He can roll his tongue. That's <laughs> that's that's probably roll tongue. You can roll his
2: tongue.
3: Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. See, he jumps oh. into Metal Gear and he activates it, and. I remember Metal Gear being like Metal Gear Rex being a lot cooler when I was younger. It is essentially a dinosaur tank that screams.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, "Remember this this boss fight being harder," and I was like, "You son, (laughs) you know how much you know how much I struggled." (laughs) Yeah,
1: so he he jumps into uh, Metal Gear Rex, and we are now in the boss fight with Metal Gear Rex. Um, And a platform comes up, and you're in this strange open area that we've not seen before. And you are essentially what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, actually, did you guys work out what you was meant to do? Well, how did you go about this boss fight? I
0: don't know, man. It's gonna cry. <laughs> so okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. So go I'll, on, yeah, I'll explain fine. our 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 process. Um, so Metal Gear will shoot like a variety of missiles at you, um, and if you get too close to him, he has like a, a machine gun on there which will shoot you. And there's also this like big blue laser that like slashes at you if you get too close. The
2: railgun, right? That's the idea? Yeah, the yeah. railgun. Oh, okay. uh,
0: I assumed that I would be using some sort of missile launcher during this boss fight because it's a giant nuclear dinosaur. Uh, also, if you've played any part of this game, you realize that the only
2: weapon you actually need are chaff grenades. Trap grenades. Trap grenades. are the MVP of this
0: game. <laughs> that, I w- which, which is ironic because when we first started playing, it was a like, chaff
1: we're never they are the hookshot of Metal Gear Solid.
0: Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> yes, chaff grenades are the biggest thing. So the whole idea is you use chaff grenades to to jam the the Metal Gear sensors so they can't exactly see where you're standing. But once you shoot it with a missile, the, the next set of missiles that Metal Gear shoots will be at that location. Yeah. So as long as you avoid the place that you shot before, you'll be fine. So essentially, it's just grabbing chaff grenades, using chaff grenades, shooting with the uh, Stinger missile, and then rinse and repeat until its health is low. Yeah. Uh, if you keep, you, you get three chaff grenades at a time, and then I, I would say that the best plan is staying near where the chaff grenades are because they will respawn. Mm-hmm. After you use your third one, if you go back to that area, the chaff grenades will respawn and just keep doing that. I, I, it took me a long time to get to that point because I was running it all around. There's like more ammo. There's 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 rations in like both corners of this this. Uh, Arena that you are fighting Metal Gear on, but I would say that the best plan is just to stay where the chaff grenades are and just continue to chaff grenade and then stinger missile and then chaff grenade and stinger mm-hmm.
1: missile. Yeah, so yeah, that is essentially it. You um you are targeting Metal Gear Rex's radar. Um, that is the yeah. thing that you are attacking with the stinger missiles. Um, I would love to comment on this boss, but I can't unfortunately. Um. <laughs>
0: You're a loser. Uh, Wow, when does Gray Fox? When does I know Jesus? Sorry, you're not a loser, man.
2: Don't let let Jared talk to you like that. When when does Gray Fox come in?
0: So, after you get which is just more terrible things about this boss, giving you a full sense of security. When you get Metal Gear's health all the way down, I'm like, Yes, I beat it. I've beaten Metal Gear. Uh, Gray Fox will show up because Metal Gear is like about to step on you and crush you, and Gray Fox shows up and like holds its foot down. It's like, run, Snake, run away! By, oh. the remo- By the way, I remember what he tells us. Okay, good. And the key information here good to know, I
2: is remember. that Gray Fox is deep throat. Yes. Oh, that's That's right. what he reveals. Yes. That's right. Gray Fox but he was, deep, was throat deep throat all, throat all, all along. So,
1: uh, okay, do you, wanna, do, do you guys remember anything else before I, like, sort of... Uh,
2: I'm pretty sure yeah. that... The only other thing I remember about this conversation is that also... He killed Naomi's
1: parents? Yes. Yeah. yes. So he Yeah, he's the one who Yeah, yeah. he he okay. explains <laughs> you go for it. No, as to say he he confirms that, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. He um he killed Naomi's parents, um couldn't bring himself to kill Naomi and so instead raised her um and she yeah. grew to love him and saw him as a brother. Uh he yeah. and then he decides that he's going to take on Metal Gear Rex um and he says
0: still a terrible job of doing yeah, that. Yeah, he says consider
1: it one final gift from Deep Throat. Um and that is how you <laughs> that is how you know that he is Deep Throat. And he Ooh. he jumps around oh, and man. he gets pinned against the wall.
0: Well he gets his arm cut off first. Like he because like, he jumps towards Metal yes, Gear and then he yes. shoots his laser and gets his arm come off, cut off and then he falls down <laughs> and then gets pressed up against the wall with like Metal Gear's leg or arm and then Changes into like a the, the view of a missile launcher mm-hmm. and you can shoot Grey Fox or you can shoot metal gear like there's like the cockpit and stuff. Like yeah, that. but snakes being a little bitch and he's yeah. like I can't do it. Yeah. I can't <laughs> I I tell can't can't you it. how many times I mashed square, just like shoot the goddamn thing and get it over with, please. So what
1: happens is he gets he gets pinned against the wall and he he uses his arm has now turned into like some metroid prime cannon that like <laughs> shooter so he shoots this plasma yeah. gun at metal, Ge- metal gear rex's radar um there's an explosion the cockpit opens revealing liquid snake piloting right. rex
0: because he can no longer see so now he has yeah, to have the cockpit is, opens, like, so open so he can yeah
1: so the idea is he the metal gear rex has Gray Fox pinned against the wall, and if you shoot the stinger, you'll kill Gray Fox, but you'll also blow up liquid while he's in the cockpit of Rex. It sounds fine. He's missing an arm and he's half Look, a man, I, anyways. Just kill him. He, he wanted to die. Like I'm not being not being horrible. Like I know, like you know, this could become a dark yeah. topic, but you know, Metal Gear like Metal Gear Rex is pinning him against the wall. He's got his arm cut off. He's almost dead anyway. He was meant to die once, and the sole thing he wants to do is be killed. Is die. Right. and he's literally, he's even saying to you in this cutscene, like, fire to dinner. He I mean, he does have this big, massive mon- monologue about his life, and he kind of, How he's like the darkness in a world of yeah. light or something <laughs> yeah. like that, just like,
0: okay all right, pull then. the trigger, Snake yeah. some kind <laughs> Get us of, out of this.
1: weird, self-entitled monologue that he goes off on Yeah, but, um, alas Solid Snake doesn't do it and, uh yeah. Metal Gear Rex crushes Grey Fox and he dies
2: Well, he like like, scrapes him off of because they're up on a ledge and he like scrapes him off and then steps on him. Oh, yes, he does
1: step on him. Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. And
2: then he just, it it, it pluges everywhere. And now the issue is you have
0: to do the Metal Gear fight all over. Metal Gear Rex 2,
1: Electric Boogaloo, let's go.
0: (sighs) This is my problem is because now no rations, no minimal amount of chaff grenades and missiles. Mm -hmm. I died so many times on this boss fight. And when you die on the second half, you, have you have to to do the first, first half, half all over again, and you have to sit through. Uh, you could skip the cutscene, but you can't skip the cutscene where you're like aiming the missile at Gray Fox in the in the Metal Gear, and he's like, "Do it!" He's like, "I can't do it." I, I heard that so <laughs> many times. My square button's broken. From I many times I wanted to just mash it, and shoot the missile, and just get everything over with?
1: Yeah, um,
0: I didn't like. Yeah, it. it's yeah, it was frustrating. you have a lot left
2: too. It's, um, <laughs> so so
1: that's
0: the well. That's we'll say, that's the other frustration. Is that I was like, okay, Metal Gear Rex, like this is this is the big boy. Like this isn't the last <laughs> level. I was talking to you, Ben, and you're like, oh, you have a lot to do left. I was like, what <laughs> Yeah. I thought I was Don't done. believe it. I worked so hard to get I worked so hard to get done with this boss fight because I was like, sweet, I'm done after this. There's so much more that happens after the the Metal yeah, Gear is, Rex um, fight.
1: Yeah. It's a very tricky <sighs> boss fight. Um yeah, it uh, yeah, and it is one of those fins that similar to the issue I had with the communications tower with the, with the lack of rations and stuff that can happen in the second phase of the boss. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know why the rations couldn't respawn after Gray Fox died. Um, but yeah, it's, it's an already hard boss fight because these missiles, are like homing missiles. To... they will follow you. Oh, like, exactly. You know,
0: Unless you have the chaff grenades out, the, the homing missiles will follow you if you don't have a chaff grenade activated. Uh, I found that I have to, I had to go through the first boss fight without losing any health to beat the second boss fight.
1: That's I definitely I feel like from memory, I feel like the second half is easy, is harder than the first. It is um, because I feel like in the second half, the like liquid kind of goes a bit more ham. Um, I
0: noticed that in the second one too. He walked up closer to me sometimes, and mm-hmm. if he gets too close, you can't sh- like it won't lock on with your stinger missile. Yeah. So I found that happened to me a lot too, and I got squished and laser beamed.
1: I was going to ask your overall opinion of this boss, but I, I guess I can <laughs> I can work it out. <laughs> it was hard, and I didn't like it. Well, and
0: it, going to the next boss fight, too, because then you alluded to how easy this was. I struggled with this as well. I noticed that from Metal Gear going forward, there seemed to be a difficulty spike or <laughs> just showing my inability to play this game because I died a lot on these next three essential yeah, boss so the, fights the that so
2: The first two boss fights of Metal Gear are pretty much the same thing, which is the shooting the missile, well, originally at the navigation system and then at Liquid himself eventually. Yeah. And then
0: you uh, you fist fight him on top of Metal Gear himself. Yeah, so eventually you do explode Metal Gear. Metal yes. Gear does explode and knock Snake back and you hit the wall. Uh, and then you you fist fight with him on top of like the burning corpse of metal gear and uh and naomi's not
2: naomi why did i say that the other the other
0: girl meryl uh meryl yeah sorry
1: i was here the whole time apologies
0: oh Uh -oh. (laughs) good yes so we're we're fighting on top of of the the flaming corpse of metal gear with liquid snake and meryl is laying down on the side over there and and liquid snake says you have uh 151 seconds to defeat him or this bomb will go off and kill Meryl.
1: Is that what he says? Sure. Okay, (laughs) because... I don't don't remember the exact time, but you're you're on a timer. Yeah, so he he has a time bomb. I didn't know if they changed it for the PlayStation Classic. That's what I was asking. Um, Because I I watched this like literally a day or so ago. Um, And he he sets a three minute timer. And he says that three minutes is exactly how long Meryl has 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 left to live if she's still alive he was like she was still alive a few hours ago that's what it was um and then even though he set a three minute timer he spends 45 seconds of it monologuing and explaining
0: i'm like what okay why didn't you just set the timer to whatever like it was going to be after the cutscene because the timer starts and it starts counting down but i'm like we're still having this conversation (laughs) with liquid snake i'm like Get all of yeah. you, man. What, <laughs> yeah. So, I wonder if you skipped that cutscene if it would just jump the timer to how much time went you left can't, well during the cutscene. You can't skip it's, that cut It's scene.
1: similar to um the torture scene with Revolver Ocelot. Uh, you can skip up to a certain point, yeah. but when they're explaining the mechanics of the battle, you can't skip that. Gotcha. Uh,
0: w- you, once you do die, though, because I died multiple times during this boss fight. Ah, uh, you don't have to sit through that cutscene. Oh, okay. It so... just jumps you. It just br- jumps right back into the fist fight with Liquid Snake. Yes. Uh, and you told me this was going to be easy. It wasn't easy. I'm then. curious <laughs> how you struggled with this.
1: So to to set the uh, to set the scene, Everything. you are on uh, the head of the now destroyed Metal Gear Rex, um, and both you and Liquid Snake are shirtless for some reason because you know manly <laughs> men, and you are having a fist fight to determine who is the superior twin. Um, you know, liquid is hell bent on killing you. Uh, you know, at this point, let's bear in mind he has survived a Hind D helicopter crash and the destruction of Metal Gear. Yes. Um, but he's his badge just doesn't. No, die. so the the idea is that very similar to the um Gray Fox boss fight, you are essentially supposed to hand to hand combat punch him. Um, at points, he will run at you and charge at you. I'm I'm really curious what you've what you found hard about this. Not in a like a sense like okay. that, because like from memory, it was just running around punching.
0: Right. Okay. So first we have there's very little hand to hand combat in this game. Like if you're fighting genome soldiers, usually you can knock them out or usually really the only hand-to-hand combat was is great. Fox. Yeah, was the Grey Fox fight that we did, which is a very large open area. I would say Which this is not this is not this is very enclosed it reminds me similar to the elevator with the, the invisible dude mm-hmm. but I would get like a decent amount of hits off of him and he would hit me and stuff like that until I like got into a flow and I like I learned his movements he would get me down like a decent amount of health our health pretty much stayed like with each other the entire time until he got to the phase where he charges at you because mm-hmm. then that takes like a quarter of your health out. And I got hit by that almost every time. We also time. rolled off the edges a lot. So, the other thing yes. about this is that you
2: Jesus can, Christ. if you walk towards the edges or you try to dodge towards the edges, you'll fall off. Right. And then you'll like hold on and have to get back up. But for him, there's an invincibility, like, Timer that starts when he gets back up, so you can't hit him immediately as right. he gets back up. But we can get hit
0: immediately as we get back up. Well, yeah, that's a thing too. As deeply I fell off the ledges a lot
2: deeply too. Deeply it's
1: this recessive
2: just recessive on the that <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know. <laughs> and if you hang on the ledges for too long, he'll come up and like step it on your fingers,
2: which is so aggressive. Because mm-hmm. really we can't step on his fingers, and that's rude. Yeah. yeah. Even the playing field, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah so until I got like. I learned all of his like movements and stuff and got into like I did like a one two three punch and then rolled away and then like one two three kick and then rolled away you know i would i got into a flow of it and then was able to like learn when he charges at you and dodge those. I struggled a bit because the dodge or the the charge that liquid snake does does take a lot of your
1: health yeah, and also we should say that like in this bit just before the boss fight, I just remembered from looking at my notes he um he talks about how people's fate is tied to their genes. Like the i the reason he has to kill liquid uh, the reason he has to kill solid snake is because it's in his genes to kill snake like they are the yeah. whole idea of like one cannot live while the other is alive and like right you know that is as far as liquid is concerned that is his life's mission is to meet his brother and kill him um right. but eventually you defeat him and he gets Hans Grubered <sighs> off of the the top of Metal Gear Rex. <laughs> um and screams snake as he's falling down and classic so i'm guessing a last a last uh encounter with liquid snake. yeah and yeah definitely the <laughs> last encounter um never gonna see him again. and at this point obviously you guys yeah, meryl's dead. dead at this point so yeah. snake is you run up and you're like meryl like crying um if you like if you didn't submit to the torture, she does wake up, um, right. and she will escort you mm. in place of Otakon, who is who you guys got okay um yeah otacon does yeah. show up and he, he
2: calls and he gives his little pep talk and he talks about how sniper wolf died too so he has also he experienced loss and in this moment it is the most off tone thing ever because you're like meryl's died and i am a terrible
0: person and he's like i also lost someone. i mean if you okay. think about it we hadn't we, we didn't know i mean that's terrible in the first place otacon, read the room but we also didn't know meryl for as long as you know Otacon knew Sniper Wolf. Like we didn't know her very well. We knew her for like I don't and know, I mean, this day that we've been here. Sniper
1: Wolf here. died yeah. at our hand.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, we literally yeah. shot her several times. Yes. Yeah, um sniper but it Wolf is quite it is sniper. quite funny because obviously like Snake's trying to come to terms with the fact that, you know, Meryl is in fact dead. Like he knew Meryl's dead, but here's yeah. her body in front of him. Um and Otacon's just like yeah people i knew died as well like can we just get out of here um (laughs) there's
0: there's something interesting that uh, a cutscene i wanted to bring up that happens actually the secretary of defense no no no, it was with naomi it was something that she had said when we had that conversation where she kind of explained what she was and the gray fox was her brother and stuff like that right before like she ends she's like snake i have to tell you something and she's like i i and then in the background here, there she is, and her like thing oh, cuts yes, out. Yes. And he's like, "No, Naomi." And it's like, "What? You love Naomi now too?" <laughs> and Meryl, you gotta pick one, man. You can't have both.
1: Like, I know you injected me with a deadly vaccine and lied to me about who you was, but damn,
0: that's a that's a kink for a snake. Yeah. Your skin color. Lie to me and inject me with vaccines. <laughs> Your dark,
2: rich melanin. <laughs> he wants that. It strip clearly shirt comes across on this. On this. Oh yeah. You green... never got the strip shirt. Stripper. Um Mei Ling's just sitting there like I'm a
3: person
0: too.
1: Oh yeah, my yeah, I'm cute. You remember when I said I was cute? <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, remember. Remember? <laughs> but immediately immediately after he met Naomi, so Mayling was out the window at that point. Oh right,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so after uh, yeah. after the Otacon shows up, or Merrill, depending on which which uh which ending you end up getting. Um I right. believe this is when the cutscene happens with Roy Campbell and the Secretary of Defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And essentially what has happened is that the Secretary of Defense has overruled Campbell and taken over the mission and has decided to bomb Shadow Moses Island and essentially right. uh, bury any evidence of the Metal Gear Rex project. No right. one is coming to save Otacon and Snake. That is it. You know, it is like get out of there if you can, but they don't really have a plan of how to actually get off the island yeah. before this airstrike happens. And,
0: yeah, and the colonel says that he's he's going to try to stop this any way he can. Mm-hmm. So he's going try to slow this down in any possible way that he can. Um, so yeah, now your task, you and Otacon are tasked to, to escape this island. So you get in like a little, little Humvee jeeps or whatever and Otacon jumps in the driver's seat and you get on the back of the turret uh, and it, uh, This This bit sucks. So it sucks because, and it's just the mechanics of it too. So you're on the back of this Jeep and you're shooting enemies when they're around. But if you get shot, it kind of like resets. Yeah. Resets the positioning of the turret and moving the
1: turret back and forth, force back and forth is so slow. (laughs) Yeah. This is literally what I had in my notes. It was like every time snake gets shot, he jolts back and the gun's very slow to turn. It's like that. Yeah. The only way I can kind of compare it is like you know, like the old like Castlevania games. Like you get hit and there's like a jump back. Yeah. It's a similar yeah. thing. Like you get hit and Snake like completely spins the other way, and then you got to really yeah. slowly turn this gun back around. Um, yeah.
0: So, so while you're on the back of this, speaking of back, uh,
1: yeah. While you're on, while you're <laughs> driving, you're,
0: you're you're driving through this kind of tunnel, and you you hit a series of barricades. One that, that has these two guards in these explosive barrels, you can shoot the barrels to kill the guards. The next one has three guards in it, and you have to shoot the guards that way. I didn't know that you can shoot in first person until much later, mm. but you can shoot in first person, people. This whole triangle, you shoot in first in person. In
1: this one bit, I'm not sure why this one bit is programmed to shoot in first person. It makes it extremely easier, by the <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I could imagine it does, so but much easier. It, it does beg the question of, why, why? Why was more of the game not coded in first person?
0: I, I guess because there's no, like, there's no need for Snake as his character to move because mm-hmm. obviously using the directional pad moves the gun left and right, but in a normal circumstance that also moves Snake's character. Yeah, away. plus, so there's no need for his character to move around, so you could just give him the ability. Plus, to shoot I
1: in first mean, person. I guess from like a technical standpoint, if you think about it, like this this scene happens in a tunnel. There isn't a lot of right. 3D rendering that needs to be done. If you was to, if you was to 3D render the world for first person shooting right. normally, you'd have to render all of the soldiers' movements, the surveillance camera, the snow effects. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess it would be too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's definitely but, easier in first person.
0: Oh, a hundred percent. But I didn't. Again, I didn't realize that until much later because after the second barricade. Who decides to pull up in a little jeep with a gun? Oh, it's Liquid Snake. Guess what? he didn't die? He's immortal, apparently. Yeah. Did you know that immortality is a recessive Jeep? <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: Oh, now we do. You think the scientists yeah. would have, you know, made the maybe planned planned, yeah, you planned it a little better?
0: Uh, yeah. So now Liquid Snake is behind you in his little jeep with a gun shooting at you, and your job is to obviously fire at him. Mm. This, well, like the third time I did this, is when I found <laughs> out that. I could shoot in oh, first person. Hell, okay. And yeah, and it made this so much easier. But if you die, you have to do the whole thing over again. You have to go back to where you first meet Otacon, jump back in the Jeep, do the couple <laughs> barricades. Not where you first meet Otacon. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just,
2: just to clarify, just when you spoke to Otacon after killing, like, well, maiming Liquid the first third time. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. If you die here, you have to reset the, the game way back to the Gray Fox <laughs> fight. I'm (laughs) Arnacon! These look like my Japanese
0: animes! (laughs) These
2: are my Japanese animes! At least that way you can save Meryl again and avoid the shame of giving up on torture like a little sad boy. This
1: bit's weird though, because Uh, I have Naomi, I'm fine. (laughs) You're you're shooting this gun, and we should say like in this tunnel it's like separated. So obviously like a like a normal tunnel would be. There's like one-way traffic going either direction, and there are like pillars blocking between you and liquid so you can't constantly just spray and pray like he will cover behind bits at some point so it is a bit it is a bit harder than we're making it sound like it's not just this open tunnel yeah
0: Yeah, because he'll eventually because he's behind you most of the time but then he'll pull up beside you and like you said it's kind of that like two-way traffic uh situation there's these pillars that are in between so that's where i died a lot is in that section because there's not like rations you can grab or anything like once your health goes down like that unless you have rations on you that's it Mm -hmm. you gotta die and do it all yeah
1: i think i think there's like one ration (laughs) near the jeep. yeah right before you get into the car Yeah, yeah yeah
0: there's a ration um but you make it to the end of this tunnel and you and liquid snake crash into each other and now you're out in the open and and you and autocon are being crushed by this jeep and guess what? You find out that Liquid Snake survived the crash as well. He's <laughs> yeah, still not dead. Not only did he survive, he's not crashed. He's not crashed. He can no, walk. so yeah, he... he, he
1: uh, the, the Jeep lands on top of Snake and Otacom and Snake's like, oh, uh, I guess Liquid's dead. And then you he hear Liquid go, Snake! And he like <laughs> climbs up from behind this Jeep, Famous still in hand, Damn. and God, walks God. over towards Snake, who is trapped, and... I mean, did you guys. I, I guess, obviously, because you know that the games carry on, but I guess at this point you could have been like, you know, well, shit, well, is this actually the yeah, end for Snake? Like, he's trapped, there's nowhere yeah. to go, he doesn't have a gun.
2: I was expecting. I didn't know what was going to happen. Uh, because we kid. When you say you kill someone in this game, it really means that there's like a 50% chance that they're still alive <laughs> somewhere. And I was expecting that Otacon was working with Sniper Wolf now and had convinced her that the world was okay uh, because of their love and that Sniper Wolf was just going to snipe. Uh, liquid snake at the end i was wrong clearly that does not i was not expecting happen. like
0: uh, like a mangled stepped on grey fox to like crawl and like throw his guitar <laughs> or something <laughs> just,
2: just no
1: arms no Meryl legs comes up in, a seat in another jeep and just rams him, <laughs> him off the edge of the island
0: uh, uh, cuz death as, does as, not exist honestly as ridiculous as all those sounds how he actually dies is, is probably more, just as ridiculous it's also
2: so frustrating because you have nothing to do with it
0: yeah yeah
2: you yeah. try to kill this man 17 so times, times. And then he, dies just, from a he cold. just dies from a freaking virus, and you're like, yeah. oh, "Okay, well, that's cool." Yeah,
1: he um, well, he he did, yeah. yeah, he's finally succumbed to the fox die virus and um, <sighs> collapses in front of Snake, Dead. um, and it's all very melodramatic. There's lots of hand which... reaching as he's trying to get to Snake, <laughs> yeah. um,
0: which begs the question because you know the fox die attacks certain genetic code. And Liquid's like, oh, our genetic code is the same, so it can't kill me. But it did kill him. So are they even
1: really brothers? Mm-hmm.
3: Dun, dun,
1: dun. Yeah, and so... And he dies. It, it, yeah, he, he is now dead, dead, fully officially dead. Um, And it's basically... It kind of brings this question up of, you know, well, what's going to happen to Solid Snake? Like you guys said, you know, genetic code, right. in theory, their code is the same. Is Snake gonna die? Um, right. I can't remember how they get free from the Jeep. I don't know if they gradually just slowly crawl out from underneath it.
0: I just Yeah, I'm pretty sure they just crawl um,
1: out. And so then what happens is, Archon, I think it's Archon, says, like, you know, oh, you, you know, there's no airstrike or anything happening. You know, the island should have been up. Yeah, they notice that nothing has happened. And right. Campbell comes on the comms and explains that the Secretary of Defense has been arrested and that. He was acting solo without the knowledge of the president of the United States. Um, and he was basically solo in this coup, I guess, I to try and like yeah. cover up Metal Gear X. Um right. But Campbell says he's now in charge. The airstrike has been called off. Um, and he explains that Mailing saw a snowmobile a little bit further away from where they are that they could use to... <sighs> Snowmobile or what was it you called it, Jared? The the something jet ski.
0: I, I said a jet. It was, it snow, was jet snow, it, yeah. snow jet ski, which is pretty much what a snowmobile is,
1: and they can use that to wow. to travel across the glaciers that are now frozen, um, and back to civilization in Alaska.
0: Which uh,
2: which is deeply upsetting because uh, you know we were set up to believe that Snake was a musher, and there's also sled dogs that have no home or family anymore since we killed their mom <laughs> and we couldn't escape on sled dogs. That just seems like a like a missed that, opportunity.
1: That chase, that Jeep chase should have been on sled dogs. That
0: would be so much better.
1: <laughs> just on like a freeway <laughs> instead of like in
0: snow. Yeah. Um, But probably the, the most perplexing and confusing thing that happens, maybe not confusing, but while uh, Ocelot is on the back Oh, um, hang on. The, snowmobile on the back. With Snake. Not Ocelot. They say Ocelot? Yeah. They say Autocomb. Yeah. Ocelot's.
2: So. is spooning us on the back of a snowmobile. It's very romantic. It's very emotional.
0: There's the sunset in the background. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Snake must feel vulnerable because of the situation, and he just lost, he lost his love. His love, Meryl. So he who he's known up- for 43 hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> he opens up to Autocomb and he's like, Autocomb, my real name is David. Yeah, his name is David. That's ridiculous i i i literally burst into uncontrollable laughter it's such a weird moment because it's supposed
2: to be genuine it's supposed to be like like he like solid snake is showing that he's a human
0: being but it just plays so weird and i don't know what i was expecting you know like this whole time like snake's like i don't have a name or a family or whatever and i'm just like i don't I, i guess i never expected him to have a real name but David's probably the last <laughs> name. <laughs>
1: that yeah, it's, it's my name is Thaddeus, and I'm like, right. yeah, okay, that makes it's sense. It's weird because, like you guys said, there's this heartfelt moment where you know they're talking about what they're going to do with their life now. Because that's the other thing that um that Campbell tells them. Campbell tells them that according to the records, they are now both dead. Uh, he think, yeah. he says that they died in a jeep crash, and so they are free to go and live their life however they wish, basically. Um. And so they're kind of having this conversation about what they're going to do with their life afterwards. And, you know, it's this really down-to-earth moment. And then, yeah, Snake's just like, oh, Con, I never told you my name. Um, But I did have one thing in this that pissed me off more than that. And that was that Naomi comes on and has a conversation with Snake. Snake. And she says to Snake, "Um, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're in the Fox program or not just live your life
0: and you're like that i because he's curious he's like <laughs> naomi am i gonna die she's like it doesn't matter live your life it's like that's not an answer <laughs> you avoided
1: the answer to the question um and yeah it's just strange it's like no but like i asked you a question you know you injected me with this virus that could kill me you lied about who you were could you at least tell me if it's programmed to <laughs> live kill your life, me snake. You lied about your skin color. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't you lied about? Um, and you also why Snake has trust issues. You can't trust anybody on the battlefield. Did you guys now. find out the the last plot twist about Campbell in in the Oticon ending? I'm... Oh yes. So we find out that Meryl
0: was actually Campbell's daughter, not his niece.
1: Yeah. yeah. He found out just before the what? What? just before the takeover and. As far as he can tell, Foxhound had Meryl shipped to Shadow Moses, knowing that they were gonna do this takeover and knowing they that They use his daughter as like leverage Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. so it was part of a, a bigger plan.
2: Which is a completely unnecessary detail. Wasn't
1: it isn't
0: isn't Meryl like or is his dead brother's wife or something? That... Something like that, yeah. Yeah.
2: That is correct. His, his mom. Yes, yeah. so, I was comforting her.
0: I'm yeah, like, sure, you were. With your dick. sure, you were Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um also, it would, it would take, like, simple math to figure out that the year your father died and then how old you are wouldn't line up. Right. <laughs> I feel like she might have, might have thought about that at least once. Who you knows? Think,
1: um, but just uh, for, for comparison, uh, the end in if Merrill does survive um, uh, yes. is basically exactly the same, except you swap Meryl for Archon.
0: So the, all the cuts. All of the, the cutscenes
1: are the same. Um, I don't think you find out about Meryl being Campbell's daughter.
2: Oh. I thought when you said swap for Otacon, I thought you meant that it was like Otacon is my son. <laughs> 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 I <was> like, what? <laughs> That'd be a
0: big uh, plot twist and not include. Um, so like, no, I think uh, I, get... I think they. I can see how the uh, Merrill being on the back of the snowmobile is a little more heartfelt.
1: End. Yeah, also, <laughs> also
2: saying my name is David no, makes a little more
1: sense. it's weird. I'm not going to lie to you because it's super fucking cheesy. I actually wrote down one of the quotes here because um, they're, they're on the back. He tells her that his name's David as well. Um, right. And he's like, she's like, what are you going to do with your life now, David? And he's like, oh, I don't know. You know, I'll probably spend it with you or some shit. And he says, Alaska's never looked so beautiful sky the sea you and then they ride off into the sunset on their snow jet ski
0: <laughs> great it's snow just... jet ski! Uh, oh, and, and at the man. end isn't there like a like a live action like span of alaska and like sled dogs
2: yes, running around yes, there yes, is. With, yeah, um, there's, there's pictures of mountains it's just like an actual video though
1: of alaska with the same um thing about naomi saying about how you know people's fate isn't determined by their genes and you should live your life the way that you want and kind of getting weirdly philosophical in terms of like what it means to live a human life um and i also had a note on here about how like a lot of this game is about the dehumanization of soldiers and like of army people as well um Mm -hmm. mainly sort of you know like the idea of like snake and liquid not having a life outside of being soldiers um right. and yeah so there's this kind of big deep conversation at the end by naomi hunter about how you know your fate isn't determined by who you are which is kind of nice in a weird way um yeah.
0: there's also something else that i happens was gonna say the there's one you final
1: hear, bombshell
0: you hear ocelot mm-hmm. having a conversation with somebody mister President he says
1: something uh he's he's basically he says that um he has managed to escape the base um he has explained that he has the disc of metal Gear Rex's battle data, which was like the big fin that people wanted right and he explains that his cover was successful, and no one knows who he was, right. and then he signs it off and he's like. See you soon, Mister President. Um, Alluding yeah. to the fact wasn't that the that President like... of the United States was, was in, on o- in on this, unbeknownst to the Secretary of Defense. Um, which yeah, is also weird because it means that technically Revolver Ocelot wasn't Revolver Ocelot in terms of the law of the game. He's decoy octopus. <laughs> it's so confusing because he he says that his cover, he's like no one suspected me. Meaning that he wasn't actually revolver ocelot, or that he was nobody knew he was a double agent, I'm not entirely sure I think it's more of that, but um yeah yes,
2: we also it doesn't don't we learn that the president also is a super soldier or something like that he's like a genome like we're pretty sure that comes up at some point, right
0: I think so I don't remember <laughs> yeah at
2: some at some point with our maybe our rambling conversations with liquid or some at some point we learned that the president also was part of the the program in which we were developed and something along those there's like six people involved and it happened to be one of them i don't yeah, know there it,
0: so they, well, yeah like, there was this weird thing where they they had like six, six children and they had to kill of yeah kill four yeah them they something? killed yeah. four
1: of them to try and entice natural selection or some shit i don't know how choosing who dies entices natural selection. I'm pretty sure that's the opposite of natural selection. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not. That um, works, but but anyway. yeah, we are now finished with Metal Gear and it was it. a we fucking it, wild ride.
0: It, it was. You were not lying, but this was a, it is a roller coaster pack of sled of emotions. dogs. It's a pack of sled dogs. <laughs> um, but now we'll go through, go across the panel here, go we'll,
2: through, back through the entire game, the game. in
0: reverse. <laughs> And we'll give our opinions.
2: Oh,
1: there is one thing we have to say, sorry, before we do the review. Uh, You get the bandana. Oh, that's right. You You get get the bandana. 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 And it's not Meryl's bandana. It's just a bandana that was on the snowmobile. (laughs) She's just like, oh, well... So, with you guys... How is that a gift, then, if it it didn't come from her? you you guys... um... With the, you o- the yeah, stealth with the Otcon ending, you get the stealth gear. Basically Yotcon says that he doesn't need it anymore, he's gonna retire. He gives it to Snake as a reminder of the time they spent together in Shadow Moses. <laughs> D- like just fuck already. Also, Do you know what I mean? Like, I, just <laughs> I looked
0: I looked up like images of Vatican because I was pulling something up. Uh he has he like is... a full glow up in some of these oh, later yeah, games. Like like Metal Gear 2 and Metal Gear 4, he is like, damn. It's like,
2: yeah, oh, yeah, especially because Otacon is played off as like the nerdy computer guy, and yeah. then you look at him and you're like, he's a male model. What's happening
1: here? <laughs> but um with uh, the Merrill ending, so yeah. you you get a bandana, which is um, like I said before, I believe it was the bandana of infinite, infinite ammo. Animo. Um and she just pulls it off the back of the Bill, and she's like, We'll keep this as a memento of our time together. It's like, okay.
0: She's like, she's like looking around, uh, uh, <laughs> take this rock <laughs> as a memento of our time together. <laughs> this rock will give you infinite ammo yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah uh actually another thing that happens because there's more stuff in this game of course <laughs> at the very end you'll be ranked oh yes so you'll have oh, like your yeah. you have like your play time and how many kills you had and everything and they'll rank you and we got we were not very good we
1: got rank iguana yeah which
0: what i found out is like the third to the last in the difficulty
1: that we were doing i actually have your stats here Great. of like Oh, yeah. Uh, 18 saves, 131 continues, 70 times being detected, 230 enemies (laughs) killed, 96 rations, a playtime of 12 hours and 15 minutes. Codename Iguana.
2: Which is so disappointing. I got
1: elephant. I brought up a good point. So, don't worry about that. It's elephant. I'm assuming elephant's worse.
0: Because Kai said iguanas are pretty much snakes, They're right? snakes with feet. So, so I was like, that's like, that's <laughs> like good, a yeah, dude, right? compliment. That. Yeah. Uh, what I did see is that like each difficulty, because we played on normal, I believe, mm-hmm. each difficulty has a tier that you can go through. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's different between each difficulty you do. If you go through that top one, can you get like solid snake? Yeah, I think there's like, like big bosses, like the one of the I think,
1: hardest um, and, like the hardest difficulty. Yeah, there. the highest one I got was a uh, gray fox. Which was actually the code name Ooh. I got, um, like one of the last times I played it. We got, we Man, got. Man, you we got, meet an iguana in this we game. Got, <laughs> <laughs> we got brown iguana.
0: Sorry. Um we Don't even meet an iguana. The, is there a character that has codename iguana in this series at all?
1: To make do you know what, better? it wouldn't surprise me. It honestly would not surprise I'll me. I'll take that as. I'll take that. As um, as, yes. I feel better yes. like the one BS last character. thing that I want to talk about before we move on to there's the reviews. been like eight. One I know, last I know. Things. Just how we was talking about. um comparing this to like spy flicks and like bond and stuff yeah. like that um on the third time of playing this game once you're that very first section where you're in the elevator and snake's taking off the suit and he shows his sneaking suit and it's got the logo above yeah. him on your third playthrough that will actually be a tuxedo
0: oh and he'll play you will so play
1: he- the entire game in a tuxedo
0: that's pretty cool um but then is he not stealthy anymore because he doesn't have
1: his stealth no zero. i guess not gets colds and all kinds of shit no i don't know <laughs> he has it
0: it's either stealthy or looking good So you
1: got a big one
2: fashion or function
1: uh
2: <laughs> yeah well i'm not gonna play this three times So <laughs> <Fish> <laughs>
1: Thanks for i'm not sure who well i mean i was just saying i'm not sure who would i did multiple fucking times <laughs>
0: Okay, well Ben, tell us about your sixteenth time through <laughs> yeah. Metal Gear Solid and how, how was um, your time?
1: Okay, so I, I was thinking about this and I think much in the same way of how I felt about Ocarina, I I don't think I could recommend this overall to people. Um the game has not aged well in terms of its controls. Yeah. It's not aged well in times of its in terms of its like depiction of Of some of the female characters and some of the themes that it talks about um much like ocarina if you are a fan of the franchise and you find yourself wanting to play more of the games do play it um i think if you're a fan of the franchise you will enjoy it um i'm not i'm surprised you guys enjoyed it as much as you seemed to have um i thought this wasn't going to go down amazingly well (laughs) <laughs> um much like i was saying about like ocarina is like a niche group of people will play it um yeah. the niche for metal gear solid 1 is even smaller just right. because of how convoluted the plot is um
0: it seems it seems that five is the more uh, accessible oh yeah definitely one. yeah
1: um um but yeah overall i couldn't i couldn't recommend it to just a general population um i would only recommend it to hardcore fans maybe not just those who have played five but those who have played a couple maybe you played like three and five and you want to get into the series properly then yeah i would say play it but otherwise as much as i want to i i I couldn't recommend it overall
0: yeah it's funny because i'll just jump into my own opinions they're almost identical to that i remember like when i was talking to kai a while ago about kind of our overall thoughts on this I said that I probably have the same opinion as Ben did on Ocarina of Time with, <laughs> with this game, where it's like I, I I enjoyed my time with it, but I think I fall into that niche category. Of course, that this game and this genre, uh, this this IP is so popular. That I'm like I have to experience this, you know. Like I love video games, not just playing them, but the culture around it too. And I feel like playing Metal Gear is something that I like need to do to experience this. But you know, recommending it to just an average person that like maybe they are they call of duty or the multiplayer shooter and stuff like that like the average person i don't think would enjoy this game and we had made a comment to like action films like if you like action films that you'll like this and i think that the story may appeal to you if you like action films but i think some of the mechanics might make the game hard like if you don't play video games and you like action films i think this game would be hard to play you know like if you watch someone play it then it'd be like it'd be fine but with the old controls and the you know convoluted amount of buttons you have to press to do things like run and shoot. I think that uh it, it would be hard to do. But I enjoyed this game. I enjoyed our time with it. But yeah, same Ben. It's 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 hard to recommend this to someone that's not either like deep into like gaming lore and culture and like is interested in the in the concept of Metal Gear. Or if if you've played any of the other ones and missed one, then I think going back to one would be I'd recommend that to you. It's my turn. No. Okay. You don't give them. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's fine. Yes. Kai, what
2: do you think? I can't believe I'm about to be the nicest person about wow. this game. I know. Wow. What a shocking turn of events. Wow. This is not my thing at all. Uh, but I I enjoyed it.
3: Yeah.
2: I think there there was. And, and I would say that I think the average person would enjoy it too. Maybe they'd be frustrated at certain parts and there's yeah. mechanical things. But I think that in the end, the story is very interesting. Yeah, and and it's very. Here's my thing: video games do kind of a traditional way of telling stories. Usually, there's like you know a very simplistic plot that's easy to follow that goes yeah. along with the gameplay, yeah. and it's it's kind of a universal experience with a lot of them, and a lot of them follow exact plot points of the hero's journey, which we've seen time and time again. This is this is interesting, and mm-hmm. I think that it tried different things, and that. Not necessarily if you're someone who enjoys video games, you should play this. But if you're someone who really enjoys, like, story and mm-hmm. character development outside of the main character, because he's really just a passive protagonist, if we're being honest. He really doesn't do much he until tells the end. Name he himself. tells you his name. <laughs> um, but I think I think it's pretty incredible. I, I was very surprised at how good it was and mm-hmm. how well it held up mechanically, even compared yeah. to something like Ocarina of Time, which is you know herald is the greatest game of all time by some people and you know this this does some very exceptional things that i think even now in today's experience of gaming is fun mm-hmm. um and i also think that that i never wanted it kind of after the first part to be full 3d or full first person like it yeah. made sense being sort of top down and then going into the first person sections, yeah, and yeah. and I never was like felt like oh man, I this would be so much better if I could just walk around the world, which was also interesting because that was another thing I was kind of worried about. But uh, overall, I would not recommend this uh, to women because it's not very nice <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. in the portrayal. But if if you are someone who enjoys action movies of the two thousands and you also enjoy video games in some capacity you know you don't have to be like super into the culture but i would say at least be someone who's played anything else before uh i think i think you could have an enjoyable experience and a lot of like a lot of the games we'll play for this podcast these are all very big cultural games they defined moving forward what video games would become and it's very part of the you know way that we talk about games and these are used as references so i think it's good for everyone at least to have a little experience and this game is like 98% 98% cutscenes so honestly if you want right. to watch someone play through this you're not missing that much like, yeah, yeah you're missing true. some of it but like the the, yeah. the story, the cutscenes you're actually cut probably
1: scene. better off watching it if you yeah. want to fully get yeah. into the story Um, if you want to experience it because what, that's what I was going to say afterwards was like even though I wouldn't properly recommend it like I you still have to respect what this game did you know, this, this game right, for Yeah, you. not just for gaming, but I mean if you want to break it down like this game defined what a 3D stealth game should be. All of the foundation right. for what has been built on three D stealth games came from what Konami did with Metal Gear Solid One. Um Right. And so I was also gonna say like if you if you're kind of into gaming, like the only way I can kind of compare the story of Metal Gear as a whole is like Tarantino movies. You know how Tarantino likes mm-hmm. doing that thing where, especially in like Pulp Fiction, where he jumps from time to time, and you know you're following character to mm-hmm. character. That kind of storytelling where it's not linear and there's a lot of jumping back and forth. If you're into that kind of stuff, this will appeal to you. Um yeah. But even if you're not massive on games, if you love a good plot, like I can't knock the plot of this game. Don't get me wrong, some of it's no, Fox and- Di is a weird thin but
0: <laughs> naming of viruses alone no and that's what i was gonna say too like i enjoyed the gameplay of this and this game did a lot mechanically for the time there's times where i was frustrated about it but i mean this story has made me be like okay i want to play it through the rest of this. even even then like look at we've played through the beginning of resident evil
2: uh, the original one twice now uh, just the first level not the game it's uh it's garbage that came out in 1996 and this came out in '98. But the voice acting alone difference between those two things, oh, it's and so Resident great. Evil again was a game that was well accepted and well received, and, and that feels very popular, yeah, franchise. And the voice acting is awful, it, it sounds really terrible. It sounds like they're they were just reading lines in two different <laughs> and planets and that they had yeah. no con, yeah, had no <laughs> exactly. contact with one of, one of another. And you know, to see where it got, and also you know, the realistic cutscenes as well. Resident Evil is a game that has a film portion of it at the beginning of that game, but even the kind of an adaptation of using actual footage in a game, I think yeah. this did incredibly well, right. and it, it never and felt, it felt natural. Yeah, it never felt uh, which is, it, it does not
0: in the beginning of Resident <laughs> Evil. So. Well, and I mean because I mean this game has a lot of narrative; it is like a film you're watching. Mm-hmm. You're watching this story take place. So when these live action cutscenes come in, they don't feel. And maybe at first it's like, oh, that's an actual like missile that's being launched. But yeah. like as they come in throughout the game, they feel more natural.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's why we do this review, guys. We we play through the game, we tell you a little bit about it, and we'd recommend it to you or not. I give it ten out of ten sled dogs. Ten out of ten mm-hmm. sled dogs. You heard it here first, folks. The uh. official review. Of, of <laughs> I'm still.
2: Salad. If someone can reprogram a ROM of the game where the ending is not on a. Uh, jet ski for the snow and is instead with the sled dogs I will be forever grateful. Uh, I also
0: want someone to mod and instead of Oconnor uh, Merrill on the back of my sled dogs. I uh, can it's I have Campbell. <laughs> I was gonna say Campbell. I was like can I have Campbell in the back?
2: <laughs> We're still best friends, right Snake. I always forgive you. You still consider me a friend.
0: <laughs> oh man. The planes aren't coming. This was great, Ben. Thanks for the recommendation. Nah, good, ben. It was awesome uh in the next episode you guys it'll be another one of our short interstitials we're going to be playing through a little game called intelligent cube also on the playstation one uh if you have a ps1 classic then it's there it's, it's already, on there. it's on the ps1
1: Classic. it if is not there
0: there's lots of ways you it does not play require it. two discs no, no um matter.
1: uh yeah no I was, I was gonna say a bit okay. about it that was all <laughs> it does
0: Oh, oh okay yeah, uh, no, i was it. just
1: gonna say like i i recommended this game to you guys um because yeah. we know nothing about intelligent yeah cube. so mm-hmm. i remember next to fuck all about intelligent cube um <laughs> so you, you decided we was going to do these these interstitial episodes which i'm not knocking right, right away That's, i think is a great, a great idea um right but you said it was my turn and i was like shit what do i pick um, so I was looking for, I was like, well, they've just bought the PlayStation Classic. Maybe there's something on there. Um, and that was when I came across Intelligent Cube and I was like, that looks really familiar. And then I saw the, um, the disc art for it and immediately had some very like minimal flashbacks of playing it. And I was like, I kind of want to play this game again, just because I remember playing it at some point. Um so this game came out in 1997 for the PS1. Oh, interesting. Um and it is a puzzle game. Uh essentially you are on a platform made of cubes and there are cubes rolling towards you and you have to clear certain cubes by like running on them and marking them and then these cubes roll and Mark like clear the cubes you've marked. I'm not entirely sure. I know there's cubes and I know it's a puzzle game and I vaguely remember it. Um, perfect. That is it. <laughs> Apparently, it was very well received by critics. Um, and oh, won the Excellence Award for Interactive Art um at the 1997 Japan Media Arts Festival. So, there you go. It was just one of those things that I was like, they have a PlayStation classic, I can emulate. I vaguely remember playing this game as a child. Let's see what it was about. Um, so I think all three of uh, us are going cube, into it.
0: Intelligent cool will not require two no. Pieces, no. So. I think
1: all three yeah. of us are going into it knowing next to fuck all about that game. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: Which is exciting. I know
2: what you just hold, <laughs> And I probably will forget that by the time we play it. So. But
0: to prepare you guys, our next large game that we're going to be playing <sighs> through is a little game called Kentucky Route Zero. So different. And Kai, this is, was his choice. This and he has place. been asking me, or want, he's telling me I have to experience this game for years. So we're finally, we're finally going to be playing through it. Uh, in the next episode, we'll break down a little more about what the game is, how will we be separating it episode to episode, but the next main game is Kentucky, Kentucky Route Zero. Zero.
2: For those of you who don't know, it's, a, it's an indie game, mm-hmm. which is very on brand, but it's also a point and click adventure. Uh, it has great story. And I've only played through the first episode, and we will be playing through all the episodes uh, because we got the TV edition, which has all the episodes. And I started playing this game before they all unlocked, but uh, I am very excited. Um, and I know I probably should have chosen a game from 1998, but like uh, both of you did. <laughs> I'm glad you, brought and I was like, no,
1: 2013 yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. This um, I'm I'm a sucker for a good story, um, probably from yeah. playing Metal Gear as a kid. Um, I'm yeah. one of these like I don't care if a game quote-unquote isn't graphically good as long as there's a good plot i'm invested I'm, like so i'm yeah. i'm very interested in uh in this game i have never ever ever heard of it until you mentioned it
0: i've heard of it because for the past like five years kai has been like we should play okay
2: the Red calm Silver. down five years maybe two three years <laughs> Jesus. i was
1: interested five. i thought you'd play through all all of the episodes i didn't know you'd only played through one uh
2: so did i and clearly shows how much I can not research things and just be confident. <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, I've played through it. Yeah. Like I had, the all six episodes. And I'm like six, I thought there was one.
0: There's yeah. five actually. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> <The> whole... <clears throat> yeah. but so that's it guys. Thank you so much for getting to the end of the episode. Thanks for listening to our crazy adventure through metal gear solid. Yeah. Uh, next week we will be starting. We'll be talking about our time with intelligent cube. Uh, Make sure to follow us on social media. Play along, pot Instagram, and Twitter. And that's all we have. <laughs> play along next time. No, I'll play along. That guys. was almost
1: an outro. We're getting there. <laughs>
0: yeah, but but I was going to say, that's all, folks. Or, like, that's I'm pretty all we sure have. Right in. <laughs> that's
2: all, folks. Uh, it's
0: okay. Okay. We'll take the season to sis. Play reporters. with us. Gross. Okay. We'll see you guys next see time. See you next time.
2: Bye.